prepare your ear for your word. Okay, God has a word that's personalized just for you. I love the song they said with your name on it. The word has with your name on it. And I want you to tune your ear into your word that God has just for you. And remember I said that after we get this word, is we are going to make sure that this word does not escape us. So those that have notes, write your word down. Please write your word down. And as you go home, you're going to begin to pray over that word and study that word out even more so because it's your word that's going to bring you victory in the upcoming circumstances of your life. And so we're going to call up our loving, dear Pastor David Apostle Jenkins. Come on. Love him so much. Amen. And we were thanking God for him. And as he comes, you guys, put our hands toward him in the name of Jesus. Lord, we just thank you for the man of God that you have put over this place. Father, we are so thankful because you knew what we needed. And so, God, even the very word that you're bringing today is because you know what we need. Thank you, Lord. And so, God, we ask right now that it be all of you and none of him, oh, God. That he's already done the study, and now may the spirit, God, spirit of the living God, yes. speak through him and lead him in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you, baby. Amen. Amen. All of God. Well, praise the Lord, everyone. Always glad to be here amongst the God, the people of God. Amen. Amen. And just looking forward to what God's going to do today. How about you? Amen. Amen. Enjoy the worship. Amen. Like, as Pastor Linda was saying, uh, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a great thing to be able to come in and enjoy the, the fellowship and the worship and the saints and just, you know, see the different things that he's doing in, in the lives of, of each and every one that's here. And we thank God again for those that are online. I do want to make mention, we want to continue to pray for Sister Sylvia. Amen. She's not feeling well. Amen. That's why they're not with us this morning. You know, her and Mary, they had their second shot. So, you know, it's, it's for those of you who had the, the second shot and know how it can hit you. Amen. That's why I thank God we had the Johnsons one and done. Didn't have to go through that second round of feeling it amen but you know god is good because he's, he's watching over us all anyway amen hallelujah so we just thank the lord you know i was thinking as i was preparing my notes and going over them last night i was just thinking about the word that we received last week you know from pastor linda how many remember what that word was amen what are you doing with what the heard word what you what you doing with that ah, i mean i that that word was right on time and this later on she asked me was it all right? <laughs> I said, was it all right? What? I'm like, boy, that word was on point. But, you know, we, we want to make sure that, you know, God is getting the glory in all that we do. And we're just a vessel to be used by him. But, you know, I, I just think about that, amen. Because in that, if God puts the onus on us. He puts the responsibility on us, you know, to grab that word, to receive his word, to, to activate it, amen, and to, you know, to put it into action in our lives, amen, because all he can do is tell us, because he's not going to force us to do anything, so what are we doing, and that, that, I think that was one of the key things, what are you doing, with, you know, you can receive something and just put it on the shelf, right. amen, amen. I just discard it, get rid of it, but what are you doing with the, that heard word, Amen. That's the question that remains, you know, and it's necessary, you know, as we continue with this theme 
of recognizing the power and the authority of God's word. Amen. As we remembering that we're still, you know, working on our overall theme this year of what? What do y'all remember? Standing what? Standing in truth. Amen. We got to stand in the truth. Amen. So if I was to retitle that word from last week, it would be what are you doing with the heard truth? Because the word of God is truth. Amen. And we got to be ready to apply that truth in every area of our lives. Amen. And when we do that, we begin to see results. We see God results. Amen. In those situations, not necessarily what you want, but what God wants. And I would rather have what God wants for my life than what I want for my life. If it doesn't line up with what God wants for my life. Amen. Just got to continue to trust him. And we got to remind ourselves, amen, that we have to be in the truth, whether we're talking about talking to the unsaved or even those of us in the church. We got to continue to be reminded of the truth of God's word. So let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you right now for your word, for the truth. Lord, that has been spoken to us by your spirit, God, and through your written word. Lord, we just ask you right now to let it have the impact, Lord, that you want it to have. And even as we look into your, the words you have for us this morning, God, Lord, let us not cast it off to someone else. Let us not distract, be, allow ourselves to be distracted, Lord, but help us to hear what the spirit is saying to the church. Help us to receive it, God, and to, to purpose to apply it in our lives. God, that we may receive the benefit that you desire for us to have in our lives, God. We thank you, God, because you're a good God. Lord, and you, you look out for your people, Lord, and you're concerned about each and every one of us, Lord. And you know that we're living in a, a fallen world, in a post-Christian nation, God. We're living in a time, Lord, where walking with you is not popular. But God, we, we believe that it's so necessary. So we thank you right now. Strengthen us and help us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. This morning I'm going to be speaking to you from the topic, the order of God. The order of God. And I want to begin with a, a, a familiar passage of scripture to many of us. Amen. Coming out of Psalms 37. And it reads thus, talking about the 23rd verse. It said, the steps of a good man or ordered by the Lord, and he delighteth in his ways. Though he fall, 24th verse, he shall not be utterly cast down, for the Lord upholdeth him with his hand. Now he said the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. You know, and most of us that have been involved with the military in any kind of way, man, we understand what orders are. Right. Amen. And, and you know, there's that, that word is used in so many different ways, amen, to get things in order, to order you to do something, to order your meal at the drive-thru, amen. But all of it is about instruction, yes. amen. It's about what is desired by the requester, amen, the one that's giving the orders. And I like this passage because it says that the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, but what makes the man good is the question. Because I, I, I remember a passage in scripture where they came, the young man came to Jesus and called him good. And he said, why callest thou me good? There's none good but our Father in heaven. So what makes the man good? And that's what I want to get to in this message. Amen. Because we want to be able to have that, that passage of scripture applied to our lives. Amen. Knowing that we're walking according to the order of God in our lives. Because God has an order. 
Oh, yes, he does. And we're going to discover even more about that. But I look at that because the 21st, fourth verse, I mean, even in the, the 23rd verse, he said he delighteth in his ways. Now, notice in, in when we look at that, amen, he says that the Lord upholdeth him with his hand. See, so when, even when you're going through, God got you. Even when things ain't going like you think, as long as you're following the order of God in your life, amen, things can look like they're falling apart. Ain't that right, Nathan? Amen. But God got you. All we got to do is keep trusting him, following his order, doing it his way. Amen. In the Amplified Version, that passage reads like this, the steps of a good man are directed and established huh, by the Lord. And I like that, amen, because it's not just directed, established. I mean, don't, you want, don't you want God to establish your ways? Amen. Amen, because when God establishes, it's done. No matter what anybody tries to do, amen, it's done. So he said he directed and established by the Lord when he delights in his ways. He, now look at what he says here. He busies himself with every step. Now, I want to point out something in this passage here because when I, we look at that, the he and the delights in his ways is capitalized. That means the Lord is delighting in your ways when you're following his orders. He's delighting in that. And then as, as they talk about he busies himself, both of those, the he and the himself are talking about God. God busies himself. In other words, he gets involved. Amen. In every part, in every step that you take, God is involved. When, when you're following out to his ways, when you, you're stepping in the way that God wants you to do, God is involved. He's busy going before you. He's busy establishing you. He's busy helping you. He's busy upholding you. In other words, you're not doing it by yourself if you just follow the orders. I know in the, in the military, when we just follow orders, all the provision is there. Amen. They, they supply whatever you need to accomplish what you've been ordered to do. Amen. They don't just say, I want you to go to Iraq so you got to get online and buy your own plane ticket and make reservations in the barracks so you can get a place to stay and, you know, make sure you take care of your meals. No, they take care of all that because you're following or they ordered you to do it and they're going to make sure that you can accomplish what you've been ordered to do. God is no different. If he's ordered you to do it, he's already gone before you. He's already made the way. All you have to do is take your steps because he's ordered your steps. He's directed your life. He's made direction for you. Amen. And see, that, that makes it easy if you just say, I'm going to follow God. I'm going to do what God said do. I don't have to struggle and wonder and hope and wish. I'm just going to trust because I'm being obedient to the word that the Lord has sent my way. And I, I look at that. And it goes on saying in that amplifier, though he falls, he shall not be utterly cast down, for the Lord grasps his hand and in support and upholds him. Even when you find things coming against you. Even though you're following the orders and you might stumble a little bit, and you might say to God, He's gonna reach out. It reminds me, amen, of when, when Peter was obedient and stepped out the boat when he saw the Lord walking on the water, and he said, Lord, is that you? And he and, and Jesus said, He bid him to come. And Peter was just just crazy enough to step out that boat in the middle of a storm. Right? And he began to walk on the water because he was following what the Lord told him to do. 
The only problem with Rose is when he took his eyes off of God. I said the only problem with Rose when he took his eyes off of God. And when he took his eyes off of God, although he's walking on the water, that's when he began to sink. But guess what? Just like the psalmist said, huh? the Lord grasped him by the hand and lifted him up. And, and in one passage, and immediately they were at land. God handled the situation because he knew how to, even in his stumbling, he called on the Lord. And the Lord responded and brought him out of that situation. You know, from the beginning of creation, the Lord has had purposed plans for each and every one of us. He's known exactly what it is that he wanted to do and how he wants to do it, amen, to get us from A to Z, from heaven, amen, to earth, to ruling and reigning with him in the new heaven and earth. He knew exactly what it is that he wanted to do through each and every one of us, and we'll see that, amen, in this, in this next passage. There's nothing that God didn't already think about. I said there's nothing he didn't already think about because he sees the end from the beginning. So he already sees it. He knows it. Amen. But there's one factor in there that we're going to touch on that we have to really recognize that can mess up the plans of God. But look what he says. Amen. From the, from, he, he knows the plan for your life. Say for my life. The way he, he thinks about us in certain ways, Scott. Amen. Look what it says in Jeremiah 29, 11, another familiar passage of scripture. For I know the thoughts. He didn't say not just the thought, I'm going to birth them and that's it. He said, I know the thoughts that I think toward you, said the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you an expected end. Then shall ye call upon me. Now we're talking about God's order. Listen at this order. You shall call upon me, and you shall go and pray unto me, and I will hearken unto you. See, the order is you call on God, and you pray to God, he answers. Amen? Sometimes we wonder, why ain't God doing it? Have you talked to him lately? Have you called up on him lately? Have you sincerely prayed lately? See, we expect him to do something. Well, God knows what my struggles are. He said, you have not because you what? You ask not. See, he wants us to come to him. We, and, and when we come to him, what that means? We got to humble ourselves. Yeah. And we got to honor him. But he says, you know, that if we would just pray, he said he would hearken unto us. And ye, ye shall seek me. And what? And in other words, he's not hiding from you. He's not hiding from me. He said, if you seek me, I said, if you seek me, you're going to find me. I'm the, it's not a hard thing if you just seek me amen he said you'll find me and when you shall search for me with all your heart now this one here I just got to take just a moment he didn't want us seeking him half heartedly you know with, with some other agenda in the wings or just help me here so I can go and do this which is not what I ordered for your life See, the order of God should be operating and functional in our lives as the people of God. We should be seeking his orders. Like I said, the steps of a good man. I'm still going to get to what makes us good. Amen. And that's simply following his orders. It's just that simple. If we follow his orders, amen, we'll find ourselves walking in the goodness of God. 
in his righteousness, in, in his ways. Now, that, that same passage again in the Amplified said, For I know the thoughts and the plans that I have for you, says the Lord. Thoughts and plans for welfare and peace, not evil. One, one, one translation says plans for prosperity. Oh, we like that word. Right? But he's just not talking, even then he's just not talking about financial prosperity. He's talking about relational prosperity. Be prosperous in your relationships. Be prosperous in your health. Be prosperous in your spiritual understanding. See, we can prosper in a whole lot of ways. Not just monetarily, because sometimes the money gets us off course. Can I say that again? Yeah, sometimes the money gets us off course. We be able to chase that, amen, rather than following the order of God, amen. There's a, always, there's, there's oftentimes opportunities that present themselves to us that can seem very lucrative. I know I've had that testimony in my life, but when I prayed to God, he said, no, I want you to do this. So I had to make a decision. Am I going to chase that money or am I going to be obedient and follow the orders of God? I thank God I follow the orders of God, amen, because if I'd have chased the other direction, I don't know where I'd be today. Amen. But just be simply trusting him and believing in him. Amen. And what he what's he go he goes on to say for peace and not for evil to give you hope in your final outcome. Hello. Say I got hope because I know if I just keep trusting God, if I just keep and you too keep following the orders of God, we got hope that our final outcome is going to be good. Amen. Our final outcome is going to be spending eternity with him. Amen. And not in the other place. See, we're looking for a good outcome. He says in the 12 verse, then you will call upon me and I will come. I mean, and you will come and pray to me and I will hear and heed you. Now think about what he just said. If we're following his orders, amen, and calling upon him. And he said, if we pray, he would hear and heed us. In other words, he's going to fulfill our request. Right. I, you know, I think about that. I say, wow, you just ask the Lord for anything. He'll do it. <laughs> right? Wrong. It's got to be according to his will. Yeah. <laughs> he's going to ask you for you. He ain't going to just give you every, any and everything you want because any and everything we want in this natural is not always according to his order. Yeah. Amen. It's, it's out of order. Amen, to desire somebody else's husband or wife. It's out of order to desire somebody else's job. You know, it's out of order, amen. Sometimes you get mad at people. Lord, kill them. Hello. Oh, you know, you all had that thought, right? Take them out. Move them away. No, maybe he got that person there just to be your Holy Ghost sandpaper. He got that person there to strengthen you, amen, and to give you some resolve. Amen. So we, we, we want to just say, okay, just move all my struggles. No, if he moved all your struggles, guess what? You'd be weak as water. We need to go through something to build up some spiritual strength. You need to go through something, amen, to learn how to trust God. You need to go through something to grow your patience and your faith in order to be able to stand when the real troubles come. Amen. We need to be able to go through. So he allows things to come our way. But he says, I'll be there with you. He said, I'll never leave you or forsake you. Amen. The 12th verse says, then you will call upon me and you will come and pray to me and I will hear and heed you. Then you will seek me. Now look what he says here. Then you will seek me, inquire for, and I like this part, require me as vital 
a vital necessity. Think about that. Do we require the Lord in our lives as a vital necessity? I know I do. I mean, I, I know I'm not the only one in the room. But he said, when you get that, when you get this kind of mind, see, we're talking about what makes us good. When we understand that God is a vital necessity in my life. I need him. Said I need, because I know without him, I don't know about y'all, but without him, I'm a mess. I can tell you right now, but with God, I can say I'm, I'm, I'm one of those good men that he's ordering my steps. It's not my goodness. But it's his goodness. I said it's his goodness. He said it's a vital necessity. And find me when you search for me with some of your heart. No. All your heart. Again. All your heart. We got to search him. We got to seek him. Amen. With everything that's within us. Amen. You know, but, you know, as much as, as God has the order, we have the power, but not the right. Let me underscore that. We have the power, but not the right, amen, to disobey his orders. Right? I mean, just think about it. The military say we're going to have a, a, a muster. We're going to do a roll call at 0800. Now, you, you know, that's the orders. But if you decide, well, you know what? I don't feel like getting up that early. I'll show up at noon. Right? You got, you got, the, you got the power to stay in bed. But when you show up at noon... You're going to find out that you didn't have the right because <laughs> you're going to be held accountable, amen, for your absence. And, and the Lord is the same, amen. He, he, he gives us free will. But that free will is really not for us to go against his order. We want God's order in our lives, amen. But see, that therein lies the problem, amen, with man. It's no, noteworthy to recognize and to know that there's, there are, there's two things that God created that will not always follow his orders. Two things, amen, that will violate the plans of God. And in case you're wondering, amen, we are one of them. Mankind. And, and we're not in good company because the other one is the fallen angels who were deceived by Satan. Amen. Everything else God created. The planets, the plants, the stars, the animals, the fish, are all still following the order of God. To this day. You know, you can set your, your calendar by Haley's Comet. You can set your watch by the, the tide, the high and the low tides. Because God ordered them to come, the ocean to come so far and no further. You can, you can look at the order of God in everything around us. But when you look at the order of God in people's lives. Just like Satan decided he was going to violate the order of God and exalt him above the Lord. <laughs> that didn't last long. That didn't work out too well for him. Amen. And, and, and like manner, he gave us, as I said, free will. And we can, we can choose not to follow the plan of God. Because we have the, the power to do so. But again, going back to that right, we don't have the right to go against his word. And just like that sailor who showed up at noon instead of eight, 
there will be consequences to pay. Amen. I hope we got enough rest. <laughs> because he got some consequences. And, and what am I saying? I hope we enjoy it. No, I really don't hope we enjoy it. But there's consequences that have to pay when we choose to go against the order of God. Amen. That order should order our lives. It should structure everything that we do. We shouldn't engage ourselves in anything, amen, without considering not just the consequences, but the God of the consequences. Considering him in everything that we do, amen. Why? Because scripture says we're no more our own, amen, but we are his. You know, so I, I think about mankind and the angelic host, amen. We being given the free will and, and, and choosing to, to, to violate God's order and think it's going to be all right. And that's why, you know, Satan and his henchmen, amen, are upset to this day. Because they were, they were in heaven with God. And because Satan decided to exalt himself, amen, and he influenced, now hear this, he influenced one third of the heavenly host. That, I mean, in other words, he had some influence. And he didn't fall by himself. But Jesus told him in one place, we're going to look at it here, he saw him cast down this lightning. In other words, God dealt with that real quick. It didn't last long. Amen. He said, I got to stop this because it's spreading. It's already to a third of the host. So we got a clean house. When God starts cleaning the house, I don't want him to come to my house and start getting rid of me. Amen? amen. So we can think about that order, amen, because God has a way of doing things. You know, and, and we, we realize, amen, look at, with, with me at Luke, the 10th chapter. You know, the Lord had done what he had to do, amen, dealing with Adam and Eve, amen, he, and Satan went and deceived them, amen, and, and got us off course to this day striving God has been striving to get mankind back in order according to his word so that's why you know the whole gospel that all these things came to be amen but you know there was a time when Jesus had sent his disciples out amen by by two he took he had the 70 of them and he he sent them out Amen. And look what it says in, in Luke, the 10th chapter, verse 1 and 2. Now, after this, the Lord chose and appointed 70 others and sent them out ahead of him, two by two, into every town and place where he himself was to come visit. And he said to them, the harvest indeed is abundant. There is much ripe grain. In other words, it's time to get busy. But the farmland, the, the farm hands are few. Pray, therefore, the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. And we're still talking about God's order. People need God. He's sending them out. Amen. Two by two. You know, and he went on to give them instruction. You know, when you go into a town, they don't receive you. Suck the dust off your feet. You know, all those things. He instructed them, don't take this. Don't take a bag full of money. Don't take two coats. I mean, in other words, go and see how I will provide for you. Amen. So he went, they, they went out and then we dropped down to the 17th verse. He said, then the seven, the 70 returned with joy saying, Lord, even the demons are rejoicing. I mean, uh, subject, excuse me, subject to us in your name. God's order. In other words, they went out. 
and they did what the Lord had them to do and they cast out demons and they did all these things and they came back and they were excited for the power and the authority that they had experienced. Amen, because why? They were following the order of God. They were doing what he told them to do. Amen. And they seen the evidence. Amen. He said the demons were subject to us. And he said unto them, he kind of put a, a halt on their mindset real quick. Amen. He said to them, I saw Satan cast down like lightning flash, like a lightning flash from heaven. He said, y'all seen some things. I've seen some things too. You know, but that wasn't his point. He's letting them know, getting to this, behold, I have given you authority and power to trample upon serpents and scorpions and physical and mental strength and ability. Don't miss that physical and mental strength and ability. He said, I've given you a mind, amen, to be able to do these things over all the powers of the enemy. I'm going to read that again. Over all the powers. He didn't leave anything out. So when we say, I got the can't help us, you don't have the God mind. Amen. But he said, all the powers of the enemy possesses and nothing shall in any way harm you. He t- he's telling they came back. They was excited about, you know, the demons being subject and all these things. And he said, nothing shall in any way harm you. Nevertheless, in other words, he said, all that being said, You got reason to be excited. I've seen Satan cast down. As th- but nevertheless, all that set aside, do not rejoice at this. Say, don't get excited about all that. That's what you're supposed to be doing. That's what you should expect when you're operating in the order of God. That should be the norm for an obedient child of God. Hello, he said, don't, don't, don't get so excited and caught up in this. Amen. Do not rejoice that the spirits are subject unto you. They should be. You're walking in the power and authority of the Lord God Almighty. He said, but rejoice that your names are enrolled in heaven. Woo. That's what he wants us to recognize. In order to get our names written in heaven, in the Lamb's book of life, I might say, amen, we need to be following the order of God. Amen, see, if I'm doing anything in any way, amen, that can cause my name to not be or to be erased or removed. You know, I I think about the passage of scripture, you know, that says, and the names were blotted out of the Lamb's. That means it had to be there at one time. You know, but something happened along the way that they had to remove it. Help us, Lord. See, when we start following the order of God, amen, our reservation can be canceled. And I don't know about you, I don't want my reservation, you know, to be canceled. So he, he said, don't, don't, don't rejoice, but think about this. Rejoice that your name is written. In the Lamb's book of life. It's written and enrolled in heaven as it says in the Amplified. Jesus is letting them know, amen, don't get it twisted. See, because sometimes we see the power and we see those things happening, amen, and we forget, amen, that it's all by his power and his grace is operating through us. Don't get the big head. Amen. You might see blessings upon blessings, how we like to sing, but don't get the big head. 
Them blessings is not with putting your name in heaven. It's your living, it's your righteousness, it's your obedience unto the word and the will of God. Operating according to his order and not your own. See, we can come up with all kinds of plans and thoughts and ideas and all those things. But if it don't line up with the order of God, we're treading on thin ice. I say we're treading on thin ice. Mm, and help us, Lord. Let's look at Psalms 132. Mm. See, if I name it in the last book of life, nothing else really, really, really even matters. Amen. He says in this, in Psalms 132, start, yeah, starting there, he says, look upon, I mean, look thou upon me and be merciful unto me as thou oughtest to do unto those that love thy name. Order my steps in thy word. See, Lord, he said, the, the psalmist is saying, look on me and have mercy upon me. You know, like, like you used to do, like you, you know, and, and, and order my steps in your word and let not any iniquity have dominion over me. Yeah. No, he said, I, 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 want, I need your orders. Maybe I got off track a little bit. But look on me and, and order my steps and order me in your word. Help me to walk according to your word. Amen. And let not any iniquity have dominion over me. Let's say how many of us know that. Iniquities had dominion over. Don't raise your hands. Because I believe we all been there. Amen. But we got to make a decision. Let me get back in order. <laughs> Let me get back in order. Amen. So that I, I can call upon the Lord and, and make this request. He said, deliver me from the oppression of men so that I will keep thy precepts. Hello. Make thy face to shine upon thy servant and teach me thy priest. I mean, thy, thy, thy statutes. In other words, he said, help me, Lord. Redirect my mind. Redirect my course. Yeah, you know, we might get off course every now and then. But we need to know how to get back to God. We need to know how to recognize when we are off course. Sometimes I've talked to people and they, they don't even have a clue sometimes as far how far off they really are. And the only thing that we can do is direct them back to the word of God, you know, so that they can begin to see, amen, if they would open their minds and open their heart, amen, and be ready to hear and receive what? Truth. Truth. The truth of the word of God. Going back again to last Sunday's message, what you going to do with the heard word? What you going to do with that truth? Amen. Like they had to do when they were getting ready to crucify Jesus. You know, what you going to do with Jesus? You going to crucify him? Are you going to let him live? Huh? And we can do that same thing in our lives. We can choose to crucify him. Or we can let him live. Let him reign and let him rule. Amen. Or we can put him to death by our choices and our actions. The psalmist realized, amen, that closely adhering to the word of God, amen, will result in the freedom, amen, from the domination of sin. Amen. And allow him, amen, to be able to walk in righteousness, the righteousness of God, in order to be able to say he's a good man. See, good, amen, is subject to interpretation. Right. Amen. We can tell oh, he's a good man. You know, they give to the poor. They do this. They do that. You can still be living a raggedy life. Right. You know, so all that, you know, don't mean nothing. Amen. So we got to get back to the thing that helps us to walk in the goodness of God is operating in his order, according to his ways and his precepts. Amen. In Proverbs, 
amen, the third chapter in verse 5 through 7, amen. And we just went over this a little while, a couple of weeks back in our Bible study. He says, trust in the Lord with all thine heart. See, that starts, he going back to, you know, seek me with all thy heart. But he said, trust in the Lord with all thy heart and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct thy path. Be not wise in thine own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. You see, when we don't trust in God, we begin to trust in what? Ourselves. We trust in man. We trust in our strength, our ability, our knowledge. Amen. But he said, he's telling us right there, don't lean to your own understanding. But in all your ways. See, our own understanding is not good enough. Because we need to acknowledge that I don't know enough. Right? How many of us know what next week holds? Maybe tomorrow. Not even this evening, right? So what am I, what my point? You don't know enough to lean to your own understanding even this day. You must trust in the Lord. He knows what's going to happen this evening. He knows what's going to happen tomorrow. He knows what's going to happen next week and next year. So if we would trust the one who knows, he will order our steps so that we arrive at the right place. He said, remember what he said? I know the thoughts that I have for you. Amen. He's got, he's got plans in, in, in the works, amen, but when we choose not to follow his order, then we find ourselves outside of his plan, amen. So we follow our own because I just don't agree with that. I don't think it takes that. Well, when was the last time you created a universe? When was the last time you set the stars in motion and rolled out the heavens like a curtain? When was the last time? See, so, so whether you agree or not with his word is mute because his word is truth. Amen. See, we need to align ourselves with his word. Amen. So it, it goes on to say, in all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall what? Direct. Too many people are on their own path. Going their own way. Done, done, done worked it out in their own mind. How it ought to be. And, and they're walking on that path, amen, and they're outside of the will of God, but they say, I'm good. He said, be not wise in thine own eyes, because that's not wisdom. <laughs> because like I said, if I can't tell you everything that's going to happen tomorrow, I can't pretend that I do know. Unless I just want to put myself out there to be wrong. But he says, fear the Lord and depart from evil. That passage in the message says, trust the Lord. Now look what he says, from the bottom of your heart don't try to figure out everything on your own huh he said listen for God's voice in everything you do everything he didn't leave nothing out he said everywhere you go mm. I said, let me say that again everywhere you go he's the one who will keep you on track don't assume that you know it all. Run to God and run from evil. Uh, that, that one just makes it real clear. Amen. Stop trying to figure it out on your own. Amen. You better turn to God. You better trust him. 
You better follow his ways, amen, because that's the only way out in a way that's going to keep us safe and to keep us, you know, in his order, following his ways. Romans 8 and 14 says this, For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. So if we're being led by him means following his orders, doing what he says, amen, so that we can be the sons or daughters, the people of God. But when we choose to be led by our flesh, led by, you know, another spirit, then we've stepped outside the ark of safety where he wants us to be. Mm. And all this, there's still hope, amen. Because even when we stumble, even when we fall, even when we, we have struggles in our lives, God is still there. Amen. He's still wanting. He's still longing. He said, he's still saying, come unto me. Call upon me. He's still desiring. Amen. He said, my ear, my ear is not closed. My hand is not short that I cannot save. He wants us to come. Amen. And, and, and trust in him. Even when you've messed up. Even when you've come short. God knows that we're going to have challenges. No matter who we are, we, we know we're going to have challenges in this life. So he's made provision for those mistakes. He said we have an advocate. If we sin, we have an advocate. Amen. Which is Christ the Lord. I mean, he, he, he wants us to get back in right standing with him. Proverbs 24, 16 says this. For the just man falls seven times and rises up again. But watch out, he says, but the wicked shall fall into mischief. Well, I'm just going to stay here. Not trying. He said, the seven man gets up. He falls seven. He can get up back up. And that's what was letting us know. You can get back up. Don't stay there. Don't, don't stay in, in that place that's, that's separating you from God, that's, that's causing you to, to live a life that, that he doesn't want you to live. The message says it like this. No matter how many times you trip them up, no matter how many times you trip them up. God loyal people don't stay down long. So how long have you been down? How long have you been out to fight? How long have you been caught up in that? He said God loyal people don't stay down long. Soon they're up on their feet while the wicked end up flat on their face. Ooh. We got to rise up. <laughs> we got to get out of that place. Uh, if you've been down long, you've been down too long. Amen. Don't, don't stay there. Confess your faults. Amen. And God was faithful to restore. God is faithful to bring us back home <laughs> because he still has thoughts and plans for you. He still has an expected end in mind. No matter how far you've gone, no matter what you've done, he still has an expected end in mind. If you would just trust him. Mm. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. First Corinthians, I'm almost done, but I just want us to get this this morning. First Corinthians, the 10th chapter, starting verse 21, he said, You cannot drink the cup of the Lord and the cup of devils. You cannot be partakers of the Lord's table and of the table of devils. Do, you, do we provoke the Lord to jealousy? You, you got playing two sides huh and god god no god god wants all our heart 
all our mind, all our soul. Yeah. Amen. Are we stronger than he, it says? All things are lawful for me, but all things are not expedient. All things are lawful for me, but all things edify not. That means there's things that we can do that just don't, I mean, it, it might be lawful, but it's not expedient. What's that mean? It's not good. It doesn't edify. That's what he broke it down further. It, it, it doesn't edify. It doesn't lift up. Yeah. It doesn't bring honor and glory yeah. to God. It's not a good light. It's not a good look on you. You know, so we got to get to that place and an understanding where God wants us and how he wants us to operate. Mm. Help us, Lord. The order of God is not hard. The decision can be challenging because why? We know that we got to lay aside some things. But it ain't what you're giving up. <laughs> it's what you're gaining. Hallelujah. It's what he's making available to you that, that far surpasses anything that we can gain in this world. Far surpasses any, anything that we can get in this brief time on earth. He's trying to get that to you. He's trying to get you to that place. My last passage is then I'll be closing it, man. It's Romans 5, from that verse 1, he says, Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. We're justified by faith because why? We walk according to his order by faith. I don't know what the outcome is, but if I just keep trusting him, if I just keep following his direction, if I just stay in line and in order with the word and the will of God, walking in the truth, I can walk. He said we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom also we have access by faith into his grace wherein we stand and rejoice in hope of the joy of the Lord. And not only so, but we also, we, we, we glory, I, I touched on this once before, but I had to put it in here again today. He said we glory in tribulation. Also knowing that tribulation Remember what I said? Sometimes you're going to go through things to get some strength, to build you, to strengthen you, to prepare you for what's coming further down the road. So this, again, goes back to the order of God. Look at the order here. He said, tribulation worketh patience. And patience, experience. And experience, hope. There's an order. There's a progression. And hope maketh not a shame because the love of God is shared abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost which is given unto us. If we would just patiently go through the circumstances, if we would just endure through the tribulation that gives us patience and we, we, we gain experience that we can help somebody else along the way. Amen. And that experience, amen, gives us hope, amen, in the Lord Jesus. Amen. But we have hope in God. We have, we have that, that confidence, that peace, because I know that I'm following him. I know that I'm walking in the order of God. If there's any question in your heart, any question in your mind, any question in your decision making, run it past and through the word of God. And we'll find
amen, that he won't leave you out there wondering and guessing. He makes it clear in his word how and where he wants us as his people, how he wants us to flow, how he wants us to respond, how he wants us to function. It's all right there in his word. The steps of a good man are ordered by his spirit, by the preached word, by the written word. It's all there. Designed to keep us on track. Designed to keep us in order. Because the world is pulling us in every, every, every situation and in every direction. But we can look at it and say, nah, that don't line up. That don't line up with the word. And if I, if I embrace that, I can't, I can, like I said, I can't do both. I can't sit at that table and this one. I got to choose which one I'm going to do. I got to choose, amen. So I need, to, I need to, as much as I can, look at the big picture. Yeah. Sometimes we're, we're so busy looking at the small picture. We're just in front of us, but take a step back sometime and take a look at the big picture and, and decide where you want to be when it all comes to an end. Where you want to be. You know, I, I can choose to be here today and there tomorrow, but where do I want to be in the end? It's all determinable by what I do now, the choices I make now. Let's stand. Hallelujah. We serve a good God. We serve a loving God. And he's made provision for us. From the foundations of the world, when he spoke it into existence, he made provision for you and for me. Amen. That we would not go wanting for anything. We would not be left, you know, in situations and circumstances that would destroy us. He said he, he makes a way to escape because he lets us know that there's no temptation taking us that is common to man but we'll with the temptation make a way of escape that we might be able to bear it. He said he's made a way. Figure us back on track. And if you're here this morning or even those that are viewing online you can get back in place with God. You can trust him. You can come, amen, and surrender to God even now. So let's bow our heads and pray. If you want to come to this altar and lay it down before him, the altar's open. Hallelujah. Father, in the name of Jesus, we call upon you right now. And we ask you, God, to order our steps. Help us to, to, to be in order to follow the order that you have set in motion. God, we know that there's all kind of ways out there, all kind of paths that we can we can choose and we can follow. More things that look good, things that sound good, feel good. But God, we want to follow the path that you have ordered for us. It might always not always look like the best but God is the brightest. It's the best way for us to go. And, and, and Lord, there's, there's an end and there's an expected end if we would just do that. Lord, let us not get caught up on the, the broad ways of life. 
But help us to seek that narrow path, the narrow way. That would help us to avoid so many pitfalls, so many distractions. To help us to uh, avoid destruction that comes with, with bad decisions and choices. Lord, even though this path that you've called us to will not necessarily be easy. You said you would be with us. You said you would never leave us or forsake us. So we open our heart, our spirit, our mind for your orders. Order us, God. Direct us. Help us not to go astray or fall prey to the enemy. Father, I just ask you right now to strengthen the hearts of your people, God. That we would hear your still small voice saying, Come unto me. As we follow you. These things we pray in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. We thank you. Amen. Today is the day of salvation. Amen. Hallelujah. And the, the proverb says, don't harden your heart. Yeah. Yeah, but to come unto him. If you haven't made that decision to give your life to him, come and give your life to him. Choose. Reach out and give your life to him. Amen. If you, you don't have a church home and you want to be a part of living faith, you can come and make that decision today or Reach out to us, amen. We, we, we invite you to be a part of what God is doing here in this place, amen, in us, so that we can take it to the world. We can take it beyond these doors, amen, and be the light and the salt that, that he's called us to be, to be the ambassadors, amen, and the, the witnesses that he wants us to be in every situation because while our lives are reflecting the truth of God's word, that we're not in and out, up and down, but we stay steady. We stay steady, steadfast, the scripture says, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. And the work is out there. Just like we look at the past, he said, the harvest is plentiful, the grain fields are full. And he's looking for workers. And we pray, Lord, send forth the laborers. That's us. To go out into the harvest and bring them in. That's what he wants us to do. Amen. We thank God for his word, opportunity to share his word with you. And I'll just turn it over to Elder Willie, amen, for the, our closing out. Amen. Thank you. Elder.